Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 215. I'm Sean, and joined with me we have Off-Road Andy. Hello, I'm I'm excited for another week here. A lot of stuff. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast after this. i uh, got a good amount of stuff to get to today. Uh, first things first, so uh, as we spoke on last week, you can now uh, buy and make reservations, uh, buy your tickets and make reservations for Disneyland here in California and Anaheim. You have to be a California resident. And uh, Andy, did you uh, did you pull the trigger? Did you get a ticket? No. Oh, I thought you were going to. No, no, I don't. I don't care. He doesn't care. So I'm, the Jungle Cruise movie will be out. So why would I need to go? I guess that's true. Um, yeah. And I think that ride will be closed. So. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I was very curious to see how the day was going to play out with it, if their website was going to be just crashing all day or or what have you. And uh, I opened it up. I opened up the, the reservation page. I mean, I was going to get tickets if it wasn't going to be that big of a pain in the ass. And uh, I opened it on my phone. I also I was working all day from home, so I, I had it op- also open on the computer. And uh, it's just a loading screen. And then it, it says, you know, uh, more than an hour tickets. I think the queue went live at 8 a.m. And it says the wait is more than an hour. Don't, you know, close the page. Don't refresh the page, all that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, whatever. Like, I'll check every, like, just uh, to start, I checked every, like, 10 minutes just to see what it said. And it, it consistently said more than an hour. So I slowly uh, drew back to, like, every hour or so. And then at one point it said recalculating. I was like, all right, whatever. And uh, I made lunch. <laughs> so it was already, like, 1130 at this point. And... <laughs> Then I went to Trader Joe's. I came back and it was still recalculating. And then it said under or more than an hour. And uh, I looked at my phone, which I hadn't looked at the whole time before that. I was just, well, it's probably the same thing. And I looked and it said like 40 minutes or something. I was like, oh, hot dog. And then I looked at it like 10 minutes later and it's like 15 minutes. Like, oh, look out. What's happening. <laughs> I looked back at my computer and it's like, more than an hour. God damn. Whoa. Uh, and then, yeah, I fired right up and got two tickets. And then you had to go into the reservation page. When you buy your tickets, it shows you like what days are already booked or, you know, what what have you. Uh, and at that point, I mean, nothing was no. Neither park was sold out for the hopper or, or any of that, uh, which has since changed, obviously, with the capacity, which I'll get to in a second. But was able to secure a nice Saturday uh, in a couple weeks. And uh, it, to my knowledge, it'll still be about a 15% uh, capacity for the park. So the rides are still all open for the most part. We went over that uh, a couple weeks ago as to what's closed and what else, what all is open. I mean, I think the pirates ride is, is open. I think the Indiana Jones ride is open. I think the haunted mansion is open. Uh, I think the main thing they're changing is going to be just the the line and how you're doing that. There might be more spacing between it. Um, so I wouldn't, I mean, I don't know if I've ever paid full price to go to Disneyland. Like my parents probably did when I was a kid, but I think this time the juice is worth the squeeze because 15% capacity. Are you kidding me? It's, it's like yeah. you probably can just take a nap, like right in the, on the ride. And it's like, ah, keep running, keep it going. 
just yeah, just keep going. I'm gonna on. rest yep. here at the haunted mansion. Let's let's run it back a couple times. Can you no. actually run it in reverse? I, I'd like to see it that way too. Uh, so we'll see. Like I said, uh, I have a couple weeks uh, before my uh, reservation time is is up, uh, but you can expect a full uh, report from me back uh, when I get back. And uh, let's hope it goes as smoothly as I uh, am anticipating it to. The park yeah, is- let's hope it's not uh, coronavirus twenty one. Doesn't start there. I could care less if it did. Uh, what if it's even worse? Mm. Then maybe it would be understandable as to why it's such a big deal. Um, but yeah, the park is only open nine to seven too. And also, Andy, couldn't wouldn't you think that uh, Disney World would be a ground to zero for the twenty twenty one COVID because they've been open the whole time? But we don't we don't know we don't know where things come from. Uh, it's specialty made in California. Who knows? But. Specially made here. <laughs> yeah. They have it just like brewing. Like, all right, time to time to breathe it in. Uh, but yeah, think, and, uh, they, there was time to add uh, the new cast members to the Indiana Jones ride. Who are the new cast members? <laughs> oh, we'll I see. Later. We'll get there, Andy. We'll get there. <laughs> Give it time. Uh, there were a lot of people, you know, losing their their lid because. I guess that was a big deal to have to wait. Like, I think people actually stared at their screen the whole time while they're in this queue, like a lunatic. Like, I guess you, you, those people probably just work at like Starbucks or something. It's like you could spend your day a little bit more wisely than just staring at more than an hour. I think it's safe to say when it says more than an hour, it's going to be more than an hour. You don't have to just sit there waiting, counting the minutes. Uh, but, like news stores were like, oh, people waited up to 12 hours in line to get a ticket. It's like, well, by in line, you mean working at your desk. Sure. <laughs> like, I went to Trader Joe's. It was nothing. Uh, but I guess people, that's just what people do is complain. But OK, moving off of Disneyland, Andy, we also had an Apple keynote event just this morning. You probably didn't know about that, did you? They still do those. They still do those. And they're a whole deal. Um, this one, I mean, the main one is always in September. That's when they introduce the iPhones. Let's face the facts. Everyone buys an iPhone versus buying a new iMac. You know, the frequency of that is a, a pretty, uh, uneven. Uh, but this one wasn't a big deal. Uh, I've been speaking about iOS 14.5 for some time as it's been in a beta since February and probably able to be released to the public, uh, you know, three weeks ago. Uh, it'll be out next week they didn't specify as to what day next week but next week and that's a big deal andy because people with uh, uh unlock with your face not with your your thumb are screwed whenever you go to costco you have to plug it in with your hand like a lunatic because your face has a mask on because of the world we live in well the 14.5 fixes that if you have an apple watch and it's near you and it's uh, locked in on your wrist, meaning it's unlocked, but it has a passcode on it. It'll unlock your phone for you so that it'll detect the mask and be like, okay, we get it. Here we go. Saving you time whenever you're looking at your grocery list, Andy. So that or one's Or just uh, don't lock your phone. Okay, Andy. You nuts. You ever see the movie Unhinged? Lock I, your I phone. Did. <laughs> you did watch it. 
Yes. Okay. And by the way, how stupid. Who? Oh, yeah, I took the lock off my phone. That also applies to my banking app. Everything in my life I, I unlock because, well, I drive. That yeah. is just, that's a plot hole. Uh, but I digress. Uh, so that was obviously the main thing I tuned in for. Uh, I tuned. You get that? Uh, one thing uh, also, they did announce a new iPhone. Well, new color, uh, more so. An iPhone 12, you can get it in a purple now. So, congratulations to Laker fans. Uh, Vikings, go Vikings. And Vikings. And uh, Prince. They have, come back from yeah, and Prince, for just in time. Uh, they have new colorful iMacs, and they're very thin. It honestly looks like a little arm holding a tall iPad, uh, which is, is neat for the future, I suppose. Uh, so, Yeah. They also introduced Apple uh, AirTags or Apple Tags, whatever they're called, for tracking your your keychains and things like that. Those are a hundred bucks for four of them. Uh, if you actually need it, I mean, I certainly don't, but I'm sure that's a handy gadget to have. Uh, so that was the gist of it for the most part. Yeah. So they're still changing the world there. Yeah, I guess you know, one colorful preview commercial at a time. Okay. Let's get into movie news. What say you, Andy? You want to talk about Joey Ramone being Pete Davidson? Actually, wait, reverse that. Yeah, that's that's the opposite. Uh, yeah, Pete Davidson is developing a a movie about Joey Ramone. I assume all the Ramones will be in it. Wait, hold on, he's developing it. He is co-writing and will uh, star as Joey Ramone. That could um, go okay, I guess. He is, I think, a New York person, so that might be like near and dear to his heart but i worry about that i don't know how talented he is at writing things um based off of his skits that were i never enjoyed on snl didn't find like any of them were really like funny and i don't know yeah. if that should be a funny movie uh it's yeah it's fascinating how this is gonna turn out i guess because, yeah, uh, with my I, thinking I right there it should be just up his alley if it's not supposed to be a funny movie oh you got him did you get it <laughs> You got him, guy who probably makes a lot of money. Oh, I don't doubt he does. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think he did a good job in his movie, where mm. him acting, but it was also, again, that was his movie, him playing basically a version of himself. Bill Burr saved it. Uh, but also, maybe he's just going to make Joey Ramone himself because it's it's not that big of a stretch. Yeah, they're both they're both New York guys. I heard right? he's already hanging out with Val Kilmer. I don't know how that helps for ideas because he became Jim Morrison, Andy. Oh, come on. Sure. Born in a barn. Um, yeah, I think it's, you know, he, he's in a position now he can kind of pick weird projects and I think he'll get uh, people to get behind him. Uh, you might not like him, but he seems popular. Uh, I don't know. I want, <laughs> I'm definitely going to see this, whether it's, it could be. It could have like a three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, but I will definitely check it out when it does come out. Yeah, it's the new uh, Gotti. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean the cast around it could help too. And if someone else comes in there and really writes the script, uh, it could be an interesting story. Yeah, and it looks like it, it will be a Netflix thing. So oh, so it'll be out. Uh, in Netflix like has three hours, unlimited money. They just fund everything. So yeah, yeah, crazy. All right, well, tell us about the new uh, Mark Sinclair project, or oh, it's Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. You can't get enough of this guy. You know, Vin Diesel doesn't really make a lot of movies. He's really 
busy taking care of his family. So yeah. he only has time for the ones that count. Um, yeah. but you know how many barbecues a, he goes to yeah. in a given day? Probably, probably a whole lot. Probably, I'm going probably with does, the, uh, like over under of like five. He probably has to go to multiple countries just to take care of everyone. Yeah. Um, Big family. But he, he does have a new non Fast and Furious project, and that is an adaptation of the hit toy Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Now, I don't understand this. Is that the thing where you hit the button and they punch, and then your yes. goal is to hit their head off or something? Now, you may be asking yourself How do you make that a movie? Didn't, didn't they already make this a movie? They did? Called Real Steel with Hugh Jackman? I don't know. And I've never seen right. it. That is a movie with Hugh Jackman where he uh, controls a robot. It's robot boxing, and he controls it. And he, uh, him and his son bond over fighting robots. And uh, this seems to be the premise of this movie as well. So, hmm. um, Well, you can watch that movie on Netflix. Real Steel? Yeah. Yeah. It's like 10 years old. That's got Anthony Mackie in it. He, he's really he's really hot right now. Yeah, he's good. He's throwing shields and everything. So. He's got the guy that looks like Elon Musk. Uh, okay. Yeah, Kevin Durand. Oh, okay. How annoying guy, yeah. for him. Everyone's I like, know. wait, Kevin Durant? No. I'm sure he was in like community theater way before Kevin Durant was even a good basketball player. Doesn't matter. He was there first, but I mean, that's how it goes. I mean, why uh, isn't he already in the movie about Elon Musk as Elon Musk? Mark Zuckerberg oh, got a movie when he was like 13. Big. That guy's big, though. Doesn't matter. They can make Tom Cruise look big. They can make this guy look small. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how big of a man Elon Musk is. I feel like he's probably like a five foot six guy, too. I don't. I think he's more average than that. Let's look that up. I mean, you can do that. And I, I suppose at five, six as a whole is average uh, around the world, but. I don't know if it has that in here. I don't know if there's public height records out there. <laughs> Just on his wiki page. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if uh, doing this whole toys into movies thing is is, is really all that successful. Remember when they oh, had wow, that? Oh, wow, Andy. Had... He's six foot two. Okay, I don't know. Bet you feel silly. No, I don't. I don't care about him. Uh, <laughs> remember when they made Battleship, the movie? Yeah, I kind of want to watch that. <laughs> Do so, they get like sunk and all that? Yeah, I think it's like Alexander Skarsgård is like... Yeah, that's mostly why I want to watch it. Like piloting a ship or something. Um, I think that movie was terrible. But I never watched it, but... Um, it's on HBO, thing. Is, I know is that. He, really? Yeah, it's been recommended on my uh, like cues. So that was like a hot thing at once. I mean, Transformers um, was a toy as well that got turned... It got turned into a cartoon first, uh, but then a movie series, and... Uh, I think I did see that they want to make a, a Barbie movie. So it's like, just take existing properties. People will go watch it, I think is what they think. But Well, I mean, think about the gold, too. Then you're going to sell more of those units. So Yeah, I want, a, I want a, Vin Diesel branded, a Vin Diesel branded Rock'em Sock'em Robots where on the outside of it, there's just a, a plastic Vin Diesel on the outside of the ring. Yeah, I mean, you don't, wouldn't that have one, to put any hair on them, obviously. So yeah, that's a cheap just piece like right it. there. Pretty easy to 3D print a Vin Diesel, I would think. So, uh, yeah, it's just you can add 30 bucks right there, and it's really no no more manufacturing cost. Hmm. So, the people at Paramount, I don't, I have no idea who's making this movie, but whoever's Probably making Netflix. this movie, <laughs> I don't think so. 
Come on. This is this is one of those. They don't want this to Netflix. This I'm going is, uh, Sony then. I'm going to find it. Um, Universal. Universal mm. is partnering with Mattel. Mm. That's always a thing you want to hear. Yeah, you know Mattel. it's going to be an award uh, uh, worthy yeah. movie. <laughs> Oscars 2024. Yeah, but I think Vin Diesel is the right guy here um, because people like movies he's in despite them not being any good. So yeah, just just get that right out of the way. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, fun, I guess, for some. Tell us more about the creators of the Predator franchise. Yeah. So interestingly, I talked about one of the movies last week that I had watched, Predators, and uh, now the Predator franchise is in the news again uh, due to a legal battle that the creators of the original Predator film, so Jim and John Thomas, uh, brothers that created the the first movie, uh, they did not they lose the rights of the movie, you know, when the movie gets made. So the, the production studio retains the rights. Uh, but there is a new law slash ruling that uh, you can fight for the rights back after 35 years. And to party. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the, the original screenwriters can uh, appeal to try to get back the rights to uh, their creation. That was almost what their song was about, too. And they're like, no, it'd be way better if we it- say to party at the end. That song was also from 1986, just yeah. like Predator. So it, that's, they knew in advance. Yeah, they're like 20 years from now, a court will rule about something about 35 years, and yeah. Well, anyways, the rights holder to the Predator franchise, uh, it was Fox. You heard of Fox, 20th Century Fox? Oh yeah. Uh, well, they were bought by Disney a couple years back, so the people that own the rights to Predator are Disney. And um, I don't know if you know anything about copyright law, but uh, Disney's very good at it. And um, they have a character named Mickey Mouse who should have been in the public domain years ago, but still is not. So yeah. uh, this is this is an uphill battle, and it's one to keep an eye on. Will these uh, two guys able to get what is what is their creation back from Disney? Uh, seems unlikely. But yeah, that's a major battle. Yeah, it's but it, but it is interesting to see if I mean, it would be it would set a lot of precedent in these uh, in these fights. Uh, I know when reading the story, it said this happened with uh, Friday the 13th, that the original writer now owns the rights to Friday the 13th rather than uh, whatever studio had it. So hmm. um, so if they're ever are going to make another movie in that franchise, that, that guy will get paid and he'll get credit, you know. Yeah, OK. So that that would be a big change in how things are done. Well, keep us posted on the uh, pressing court battle, I yeah. imagine. And and I'd like there to be more Predator at some point. Yeah, there, there's always going to be more. But I mean, are they going to be good? Yeah, that's a good question. But I mean, Disney hasn't had their chance with it yet. I mean, they just they just bought that license, you know, two years ago. Yeah, but they're probably going to put like so. a baby Predator in there to sell units of that yeah make a that a whole thing like yeah i don't pixar's know pixar's the predator yeah exactly <laughs> although this predator like how would that movie go let's just really quick uh unpack that i'm guessing it's a little predator who doesn't want to be a predator and he goes to predator school and his parents are good predators and he just wants to be a clown I think he'd learn at the end that 
uh, it is in his nature to be a predator, and that that is part of the circle of life, and not to borrow from a different Disney movie. But that is uh, that is what predators do, because all Pixar movies are about death. So I yeah. think it's it's about him, ex- you know, realizing his role in this world is to bring death, and that's okay. Yeah. Well, I'll say this: I I won't sue for the uh, rights of this as long as I get an IMDb credit. If that movie does, when that movie gets made, rather. Yeah. Okay. Well, very fun. Let's move on. And uh, we talked about Indiana Jones 5 last week, and they've added another man to this movie. And uh, he's quite good. Andy, tell us who. Uh, Danish superstar Mads Mikkelsen has joined the cast. And if you know anything about Mads Mikkelsen, uh, it's pretty much assumed that he will be the bad guy. Yeah, he's got asthma and he can play poker pretty well yeah <laughs> so uh, that's that's how it goes is gonna that, use uh, all of that in this movie if mads mickelson is in a american movie then he is a bad guy uh but when he gets when he makes a movie in his uh, native denmark uh, sometimes he gets to be the protagonist like in the film another round which stay tuned and i'll tell you all about it because i watched it this week okay I'm, I'm very curious to know about that movie if it's good it looks stupid but I well, also don't know anything about it. I just see the, I will see get the photo. It. And it's on Hulu, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh, but Matt, Matt Spickles is great. So yeah. this is a big get. It's it's the right move. It's like, hey, just get a guy you know who will do, do a good job as a bad guy. Exactly. Great pick. Yeah. It was him or uh, Riz Ahmed. Is that his name? Yeah. It's like, he's already a bad guy in Venom. Like, do we There's really? Not a lot of, I don't think there was that many... I guess Indiana Jones is, is goes around the world, but I was going to say like he's would he be actually like from Afghanistan? I think that's his nationality. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's probably like Canadian or something. Well, no, he's British. He's 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 oh well, yeah, he's an actor. British. I should have assumed. Yeah, um, he's a he's a British rapper. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure maybe next week. You know, that's Mad Son. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm assuming this movie would take place in like 1960, right? That would be the timeline here. I would guess, right? What was the last one? Because I think the last one was the 50s. Remember, he was was a greaser. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf. So it's at least least the 60s, I would say now. Maybe even the 70s. Maybe we'll see Indiana Jones uh, watch Star Wars. That would be cool, right? And he starts complaining about it. They're oh, pretty fun. nonsense. Like, yeah. Who's this guy? Looks like me. Doesn't look like me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we have more Mad Max spinoffs. And uh, I already know about this one, Andy. But you tell us more about how one of the Chris's is joining uh, this spinoff. Uh, the Chris that you would think is joining this Australian movie. That is, of course, Chris Hemsworth. So uh, it's funny. Just last week I talked about Mad Max. I watched the first two movies. Uh, now we got some news about uh, the next movie, movie in the franchise, which is is not Mad Max itself. It is a spinoff, Furiosa, which is, if you remember Fury Road, Mad Max was not necessarily the main character. It was uh, Furiosa, played by Charlize Theron. Well, the next film will be a prequel um, with this character. It won't be Charlize Theron. It'll be uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, who's you know the biggest actress in the world right now. No, I don't even know uh, who that is. She's from everything. I don't think so. From the Queen's Gambit, you know. From the Witch, way oh. back when, you know. She's in everything. Okay. She was in that X Men movie. 
from last year. She's everywhere. Okay. Yeah. But so she's going to star, and uh, now they just announced Crims Hemsworth will be in it, which I assume will be a substantial role. Um, but he won't. No one really knows. He's not going to replace Tom Hardy as Mad Max, unlikely. Uh, he'll just be a new character. Um, but the story is that this is supposed to be the most expensive Australian movie ever made. Whoa. So that's crazy. They could probably shoot in all that charred area. That would make it look kind of cool in the movie, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, yeah, Australia's already got such natural setting. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, fun. Uh, and, I, and that's set for a 2023 release. Yeah, so that's going to take a while to finish the effects. So if they film that soon, uh, there's still a lot of work to be done. So, yeah. uh, But I'm glad it's happening because there, there was a point where it wasn't. The the director was kind of like, I'm done making these movies. I'm, he was always fighting with the studio. So. Uh, but it, it's definitely happening now. So Yeah. Well, so I mean, just forget about it and then it'll pop up before you know it. Uh, in the meantime, though, there is something that you can watch a lot sooner, and you can even watch the trailer for a new Marvel movie, Shang-Chi. Yes, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, the full title here. Uh, this is this is just like a straight-up martial arts movie. I mean, there's a little magic and stuff, but that's that's pretty normal. For Why are rings kind of and like rubies and all, all this stuff always so powerful? You need something that holds the magic, I believe. I don't know. I mean, don't think too much about this. It, it is it is kind of funny how we've how far we've come with these Marvel movies, where it's like, all right, a guy who built a robot suit that shot, shot missiles, and then like, all right, and then there's the people who have magic rings. It's like, yeah, I I don't care. Like, I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna worry too much about it. Yeah, but I just I like more when it's people making technology and being evil. Like when Jeff Bridges was, a, he made his evil Iron Man suit. Yeah. You know? Well, this is not, that's why I like involve. Batman so much. He's an ordinary guy with a bunch of gadgets. Yeah. Well, this and is, as uh, a kid, that. I liked inspector gadget for that very reason too. He was not an ordinary guy by any means. Well, um, but he had a lot of check, gadgets. Check out this trailer. It is. So it's not, it's not, the guy's not necessarily super powered. He's just good at fighting, but there is some, you know, old world stuff, I guess you want to call it. I, I don't really know. I, I don't really know this character very well. And he's, I guess he's not really a, that big of a character in the, the Marvel world, but they found an interesting movie to make. Um, something that's, that I like is that the, the director here, so Marvel seems to have a good, you know, run where they, they find like people who made good indie movies. So this guy made a, a movie called short term 12 from like, Eight years ago that I really liked. And then he also uh, last year did, or two years ago now, uh, Just Mercy with Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. which was a good movie. So they just find like good filmmakers who make small movies and like, hey, go make a superhero thing. Now, I don't think they're very hands off with it. They don't just say, oh, go do whatever you want. But uh, they still take talented people and let them make movies. So, yeah, and it was a good trailer. It's, it's, it's you know, it's uh, he's a guy from Asia who now wants to escape his destiny as a fighting guy and goes to San Francisco. So, and now this will not be Disney plus release. This will be theatrical, maybe $30 to watch on Disney plus, but theatrical, just theatrical, just theatrical. They did okay. announce that as well, that I will not be like, 
uh, Black Widow, which is where you could pay the 30 bucks. Um, so I think it's, it's September 9th, early September. September 3rd. Um, September 3rd, okay. Expected. So that's, uh, so we got Black Widow comes first, and then that movie will be the next Marvel movie. So uh, that's kind of a, a sign of, you know, where we are. It's all coming back. There's going to be nine Marvel movies a year again. Yeah. And the world. Their is, land opens on uh, June 4th in Disneyland. Yeah. And I won't be there a, for that. They should have a little boxing ring and you can participate just in honor of neat. Shang-Chi. Yeah. Oh, the trailer right. does have a guy with a sword hand. So Classic. that's exciting. And he looks like he's probably like a Dutch mercenary or something. Hmm. So that's How does he go to the bathroom? He only has one hand that's a sword. Oh. Okay. And I think it probably like you could screw it off, you know? This seems like a like a typical like insurance commercial or something like uh, my life isn't that easy, you know. He's yeah. on the phone and then someone answers the door and he accidentally stabs them or something. <laughs> I think it's a combat hand or a combat okay. arm, you know. He just has a normal one, a normal So he can uh, interchange with his wardrobe or mood. Right? That would be my guess, yes. Okay. All right. So if he's playing like golf, yeah, he's got a, a golf he attachment. Just attaches a golf club to his arm. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. The dog leash you've been waiting for is waiting there, and uh, if you head to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code. Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. They're going to give you 65% off. This dog leash is not like your ordinary dog leash at home. This thing works with your current leash, or har- a collar or harness, rather, and it's the leash that you've been waiting for. I'm, I'm butchering the words here, Andy. So head to thecliplessleash.com, plug in promo code Tony for 65% off. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, Andy. How many do you have today? I've got five. Five. Whoa. I've got two. Okay. You want to go for a couple? Yeah. I'll go in with the first one, which is a a recommendation for you. So actually, these first two are on Hulu. Uh, this is one. I don't know if you've you've seen it on your recommended at all, uh, but I'm sure you would enjoy it for nostalgic purposes. It's called The Orange Years. It is a documentary about Nickelodeon. Oh, hot dog. And its origins. So, uh. Oh, I saw Are You Afraid of the Dark in there? It is everything. Yeah. There's people from Are You Afraid of the Dark in there, uh, giving their interviews. You got, you know, the creator of Doug, stuff like that. Um, uh, Melissa Joan Hart, of course, of. Did this just uh, come out? This, I've not seen anything about this. It just got added to Hulu, I would say, beginning of the month. Well, they should have um, I known. Think, I think the documentary itself is a couple years old. 2018. Okay, yeah. So it's probably, it was probably shown at some festivals and waiting until it got picked up by a streamer. Uh, but it it's it's excellent. It's everything everything you wanted, you know. They go into how the Universal Studio thing started and, you know. Slime? And, yeah, slime. Slime was such a big part of their, their, their wow. origins. <laughs> uh, and and they there's pretty much a hard cutoff. They say, like, SpongeBob happened and that's it. That's the yeah. end of our story. And they got so it is the era. There. Yes, uh, it, it is our era of Nickelodeon. So it is definitely Coolio was a Nickelodeon. Yes. What is Coolio? He's a rapper. 
Why is he on Nickelodeon? He did the opening song for Keenan and Kel. Oh, I didn't watch that show. Yeah, I didn't either. But um, he's like at the intro too. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for me, like late 90s, I kind of started hopping off Nickelodeon, you know? Whoa. Um, but, you know, early, early 90s, you know, Doug and Rugrats and that stuff. That's definitely. All day long. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, can't do any more. We'd have to pay him. They got interviews from both uh, Budnick and Donkey Lips from Salute Your Shorts. So awesome. Yeah, I think I saw him on there. Yeah. I'm very excited about this. I knew nothing of it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then the, the next thing here, another round. This was uh, the Danish movie on Hulu. Uh, it is a Danish movie. It's in, it's set in Denmark. It is, they speak Danish. It's in subtitles. Hmm. Uh, so I know that's, that's something that's harder for people, but uh, sometimes if a movie's good enough, you, you know, you get past it. Uh, also, some, sometimes I watch movies with subtitles anyways, because it's just it's hard to hear dialogue sometimes. I forgot what I was watching recently. Um, oh, is that Emma movie, which is all British people? And yeah, I tried that. We we couldn't do it, Andy. It's it's very it's interesting, <laughs> but I couldn't hear it for the first like five minutes, and I was like well, subtitles. Uh, but this is if you don't speak Danish, you need subtitles for this one. <laughs> uh, it is an v- interesting premise. It is uh, midlife crisis for uh, friends. They're all teachers. Uh, they go out to dinner, a nice dinner, and one of them brings up uh, some study that um, a psychologist had done that he believes that humans are at their best with like a little bit of alcohol in them. So like 0.05 blood alcohol. And that's when you're at your best. That's when you're sociable and you're confident and all this stuff. Um, so then the next the next week, uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character decides, uh, yeah, I'm going to do it. And he sneaks in little drinks at work while he's teaching. Wow. And he's never taught better. And so he, he tells the rest of the crew and they're like, all right, we're all going to get in on this. Uh, and it's it's interesting because it's not because it's not an American movie. An American movie would just turn into like, oh, now they're all dead and living on the streets, you know? Yeah. Uh, but like in Denmark, they just have a different relationship with alcohol, which it's a bigger part of their lives. But they're well, also, they also just don't more- own cars. Yeah, they're more responsible about it. So, I mean, there's there's multiple scenes in this where they're like, they do have cars, but they're like, well, we're not driving. Yeah, obviously. it's unlikely. <laughs> they have public transportation that could take you like all through Denmark. Yeah. So, but they're all like people in their 40s so, with families. So they have cars and everything. Um, but they do make a point of showing that they don't drive, that they're, they find alternative means. Yeah. Uh, but it does, it does go through its, the ups and downs. It shows, it's really like, um, showing you the whole experience of alcohol, the ups and the downs of alcohol, that there are, there are ups, there are the times that makes you feel great. And there are the times it causes problems. So it's a really nuanced movie. Yeah, definitely good. And it's, it's good to see movies from other countries sometimes to see like, Oh yeah, that's, yeah, seems know, interesting. Life, life is different. I enjoyed it very much. Okay. All right. Well, I'll do one. I watched the first episode of the new Disney Plus series starring what's his name? John Stamos. Oh, the basketball thing. Big shot. So he is a, a huge coach, uh, I think for like Kentucky or Wisconsin. I don't even remember where, but uh, NCAA coach coach. And uh, well, he goes Bobby Knight, but a little too far with the chair that he, uh, I don't want to give too much away. And it, it 
he gets banned for a while from the NCAA. So he, uh, his agent quickly finds him a job coaching a, a girls, a private girls, uh, high school basketball team in uh, La Jolla. And, uh, you know, what's fun is their first game. Andy is against Laguna beach. Oh, okay. yeah. So it actually, uh, you know, it's, it's a local thing. They have, uh, other places uh, that they mentioned to uh, South County uh, places. Uh, I don't believe like specific schools. I just say this, the city, but I mean, I'm a sucker for basketball. I'll always tune in. And John Stamos, come on. It's like, maybe this is full house too. Uh, this is, you know, what he's doing now. Maybe Bob Saget's in it. I don't know. Doesn't uh, this like movie already exist? Feels oh, like such a familiar premise. I'm sure it does. I mean, uh, there's another it. thing on, uh, Disney plus of a, like a movie from, you know, early two thousands of like a, a Jewish group of kids at school and their basketball team or something. I haven't gotten around to watching it, but like I said, any basketball, sure. Let's, let's do it. So yeah, you can watch it. it it's fine. I mean, it's, it's a Disney show, so don't expect it to not be a Disney show. And it's neat to see John. What has John Stamos done since full house? He had a sitcom, I think, that got like two seasons on Fox. Grandfathered? Yeah, I was going to say, it was Never one where I know he was, like a, he was a grandfather, but he's young. But it's like, yeah, it makes sense. He's 50 now. So. And he did Fuller House for a second. Yeah. He's in commercials. I mean, he just he lives his life. He's John Stamos. Well, he's living his life as a uh, you know, coach now, so it's fun. Yeah. All right, Andy, uh, you want to do another uh, couple? Okay, Uh, the next thing I watched was uh, Bottle Rocket, Wes Anderson's first movie from 1996. I've seen that way back in the day. Yeah, I've seen it multiple times, but it was just on there, and I was like, it's not that long. Uh, It's very enjoyable, uh, but it's not really, uh, it's not that Wes Anderson of a movie, you know? Or I guess he's he's gotten more style. small budget, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean... When you get that, you know, particular with your sets, you got to have time. You got to have money to do that. You have to have people to build those. So, yeah, it's yeah. definitely not like that. It, it's really a Wilson Brothers movie more than anything. Yeah. Um, and it, it reminded me how much I enjoyed them. And I'm, I'm sad that Owen Wilson is just kind of like not that big of a star anymore <laughs> or not a star you mean at all. Luke Wilson? Um, well, either one. Owen Wilson is was always who I enjoyed more and, and Owen Wilson was the writer on this. So it's um, more his movie, even though Luke Wilson is the main character, but mm-hmm. Owen Wilson is really the standout of this where you watch that and it's like, Oh yeah, this guy was destined to be a comedy star. He's, he's so good in this that just as that, like, you know, horrible person who is kind of full of, you know, shows sure of himself, even though he's a screw up. Yeah. Uh, great, great character there. And, um, kind of his his first thing and makes sense that he went on to be you know he got that pivotal role in anaconda just a year later you know yeah they knew the game changer <laughs> for him but uh i mean the good thing the good news is owen wilson is going to be in that that loki series which is out soon so he's got something but uh it is sad that him and wes anderson are not like they're not partners anymore whereas their first the first few movies Owen Wilson was the co co writer and starred in the first or starred in two of them. Uh, he wasn't in Rushmore, but he wrote that with him. Um, but I mean, it seems like they're still friends. He still he still did a cameo in um, Grand Budapest Hotel, and he's supposed to be in the 
the new one, but he's just not, they're not like partners anymore. You mm-hmm. know? So I would, I would love to see them, him co-write a movie and star in it again, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen. And that that's on Amazon too. If you, so if you've never seen that, uh, it is, it's a very small movie. It's not going to have huge, you know, set pieces that make you laugh and everything, but it's, it's, it's funny. Yeah. And yeah, I imagine it'll be on there, uh, not for long, but it'll be there every now and then. Cause that's where I watched it probably 10 years ago or something. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon seems to like get a movie for a month and it'll go away and they'll come back and yeah, who knows? Like I'll put things on my list and then it'll be gone. So. Uh, okay. Well I'll do my last one and I actually just finished it right before the podcast. I watched from 2014, the equalizer. With Denzel. Okay. Denzel. I'd never seen this. I had only heard of the second one because every seven seconds in the NBA that year uh, was, you know, equalizer commercials and spoofs with different athletes involved and things like that. And I was like, what the hell is the equalizer? And uh, yeah, it popped up on. Uh, oh, I just watched it on like TNT. Uh, so, I mean, it was still TV 14. They showed some uh, of the violence for the most part, but. Very good, very good cast. It's got the guy, uh, David Harbour. It's got the girl from Kick-Ass. This guy who plays the bad guy who looks like a mean version of the guy from Office Space, which is kind of fun. Uh, It was good. I uh, I already have uh, Equalizer 2 in my queue to watch as well. I mean, it's Denzel. Come on. You're not going to get disappointed. I never watched it, even though I always wanted to, because that's, I mean, it's just one of those Liam Neeson it's, type movies. It's John you know? Wick, yeah. Yeah. So I always enjoy those. I just never have watched either of these. Yeah, you can uh, you can enjoy it on TNT at the moment. <laughs> okay. Also, it has... Do you get uh, like a halftime show with Charles Barkley at all? Yeah, exactly. They uh, you know, break out uh, what they're seeing on the show. It also has uh, Bill Pullman. Uh, Bill Pullman of Spaceballs. Well, and more so of Independence Day. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Much Spaceballs more is no. way more important to me. Wow. We'll celebrate our Independence Day, Andy, that speech. Pretty sure Trump verbatim said that one day. Yeah. And it wasn't, wasn't Independence Day, though. Well, I mean, that's why Randy Quaid still supports him. Yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed that. It was pretty good. What's your uh, last one, Andy? All right. Well, I've got two more. So I'm, we'll, I'll do Unhinged at the end. Oh. Uh, but before that, I watched Mayor of East Town. This is the new HBO series uh, that debuted this Sunday. Uh, Mini series, I think six episodes. Uh, it is, you know, just it's HBO. It is a, a dead girl detective has to find out what's going on show, which is like they do like five of them a year. Uh, yeah. But they haven't had any this year so far, I don't think. So uh, they were overdue. Uh, but this was this was a really impressive opening episode it's it's where they just set up everything they set up all the characters they set up the setting uh it's small oh, guy, town guy pierce yeah a small town outside of um philly uh they do the weird accent so kate winslet's the uh, the main person here so obviously a lot of talent behind this project uh but she says uh water for for the word water you know interesting that's, that's their accent and that's kind of the, the one word everyone knows that's that they do really weird there Hmm. Um, but it just, yeah, really interesting opening episode it has, um, Roy from the office 
cool. Yeah. Nice. It's like, hey, that guy. He's. I mean, he's always in things. It's like, oh, he's bald now, is he? Uh, I don't think he was bald, or maybe he was. I don't remember. His photo. He's balding <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah, and then yeah, and then Guy Pierce shows up uh, towards the back half of the episode. There, I was like, hmm. All right, so you're. You're, when you want to set a show in like small town America, you get Kate Winslet and Guy Pierce. That's just those are the people you want. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably constantly writing things down on his body so he doesn't forget. Yeah. I think it's just we hate ourselves in America. We're like we suck. We have to get British people in here. So. Well, there's like three American actors. Yeah, Leo's not going to do this show. It's too bad. But you have. There's only <laughs> British people. Those are their uh, exports. Britain only can export musicians and actors. That's all they have. They yeah, sure, someone makes tea over there. Well, they they have to get the tea. That. They get the tea in from India and China. They don't make the tea there. Oh, well then Nothing there you grows. go. Nothing grows there. I rest my case. <laughs> uh, also, so the behind the scenes, the the writer here, the the creator of the series, he wrote every episode. So I like it. Same writer, same director, every episode. So it just kind of like made like a movie. Uh, he did uh, the Ben Affleck movie, The Way Back. Oh, very nice. For, so uh, the guy's definitely got a a thing for, you know, sad adults with dead children. So it happens. That's his thing. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's very good. And I like that. It's I mean, the one episode I watched was very good. Uh, I don't know how good the rest of the story will be. If the, the crime itself is going to be all that interesting. But yeah, uh, good start. I'm happy I haven't watched an HBO thing and in a while now so yeah I'll keep me updated on how it goes yep all right well that's again what they've been waiting for andy let's hear your review of unhinged so unhinged was a movie i did not know what it was going into it i just assumed it was going to be a liam neeson style russell crowe like kicking ass what are you talking about I didn't, didn't i re- oh before i reviewed it well you had said like oh you know he just kills his family in the beginning and i'm like well you know maybe this, this, i don't know <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I I thought he was still going to be the protagonist in the good. Well, guys. I compared it to uh, falling down. Yeah, but falling down, he's killing like bad people. Yeah, I said it was a darker version of that. Didn't yeah. I? So the, he's like an anti-hero. I didn't want to give away too much. This this is more like um, Joyride or The Hitcher or something. Where it's just... whoa whoa! Did you catch the uh, the homage to Joyride? Her candy uh, cane <laughs> uh, scissors. Yes. Kind of fun. Yeah. But in those movies, you don't really see the bad guy. They're just there. Um, and they're not definitely, they're definitely not the, uh, an Oscar winner around a bunch of people you've never seen before. That's what carries like, the movie. It's, it's so weird. Like it's like, and okay, hey, Russell Crowe's Simpsons like, in there. Yeah. But he's been in one show that people know and one, and like a side character in always sunny. Uh, Russell Crowe, I th- does he have multiple Oscars? He has, a, he has at so. least multiple nominations. Yeah. Uh, and he's been in multiple Best Picture winners. Like, this is guy, this guy's like a, a real... A beautiful mind, gladiator. He's, he's, he's an all-timer. And <laughs> he's playing a guy in a fat suit, <laughs> driving a truck around, trying to kill people. It's like, what? How did it get to this? Uh, it is in no way like a good movie. It's... Like the characters are stupid, and make stupid decisions. The first part of the movie, I'm like, okay, I don't care if he kills this bitch. Yeah, we're saying the same thing. Like, how do you not know there's traffic, you dumb bitch? Wake up earlier, and it was. And then she drives. She, she drives on the shoulder to get around people, and I'm yeah. like, all right, 
she she definitely deserves this. I think that was an homage to Jingle All the Way. I was waiting for the motorcycle oh, cop yeah. to get her. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but then, like, it doesn't make any sense how Russell Crowe is able. He's he's Incredible Hulk, first of all. Like, we're well, taking pills. I, that doesn't mean anything. What were those pills? They showed as the bottle. I think it was just painkillers. Okay. <laughs> but he was he was fucking indestructible and like no one wanted to fuck with him. Like he murders a guy just like in the open. Everyone's like, well, what are you going to do about it? Like, you can't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about at the diner? Yeah. People are filming. That's all people would do. Uh, no. Depends on who's in. There are so many heroes out there. And I say that in like a making fun of it way. I mean, this there wasn't so filmed people- in Texas. It well, wasn't taking place yeah. in Texas. This is like Pennsylvania, Connecticut. I don't know where it was supposed to be. That doesn't matter. Oh, it does. Texas, everyone was, there would have had a gun. It was a ridiculous movie. There, there was there were some good tense scenes. Uh, I like I said, I didn't know it was going to be. It's more of a horror thriller than an action movie. Or yeah. I thought it was going to be. A, Let's also face the facts. That Prius would not have flipped that Sienna. Yeah, there are so many like ridiculous things in this. <laughs> like. Like what? Why? And then you have the phone, and it's like, and go to the police, you dumb bitch. Why did she run up there and like kidnap the kid from the little hatch? Yeah, there was so many. She was like the dumbest person in the world. And then like, yeah, she went. She's like, I need to get my kid out of school because there's a guy who's trying to kill everyone. And like, oh well, then he should probably stay here with us. Yeah, maybe like twenty years ago, that would have been a good move. Now it's like those (laughs) things have like shock fencing fencing around them. So it was. It was insane. It was. A, I'm glad it was free. I'll say that. Yeah, I think you enjoyed it, though. Oh, yeah. Like, because it just became like hilarious. As yeah. I, there were three times I'd laughed out loud scenes that weren't supposed to be funny. Like, it's a it's a fun movie, you know, that's not supposed like, to be. There are two times where a guy tries to help and like ends up on the street. And then five seconds later, a different car runs him over. Yeah. It's like, that makes no sense. Like, that person's going to jail for murder because you had plenty of time to not hit. Maybe. You don't know. But I'm all for Russell Crowe just permanently having a fat suit. (laughs) I wouldn't mess with him. Yeah. It's it's a powerful man. Yeah. He's like a foreman. He's like, shouldn't you be at job sites right now? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, anything else to add before we uh, finish up? No, that was it. That was huh? very solid. Yeah. So I still recommend that movie. Yeah, Remember go it. check it out. It's on Amazon. It's what do on you Amazon, have to lose? So. It's better than watching a uh, you know, I don't know something else you've seen three times. All right. Well, with that, I think that'll wrap us up for uh, our entertainment pod. You've been listening to episode two hundred and fifteen of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and join with me we had Off Road Unhinged Andy. I hope not. We'll see you later. <laughs>